That's right, you geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Grey Wolf at a very special time, I might note. A we kind of effed up with technical difficulties on Wednesday, therefore we're now on Sunday time, yes. Right, that's what we should have called the official time slot. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows us to test another time slot, though, which is good. But uh, as always, I am your host, the Commodore. Thank you for being with us. And uh, Rue is here as well to uh, delight us with his um, wonderful knowledge. My dancing and jiggity joggedin And your dancing and whatever else you said, because yep. I don't think I repeat that. Um, <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, you know, I mean, I- I'm recovering. I-, I-, I, got, um, I got kind of ill. You got the Which pox? actually ended up... Yeah, I got the pox, hmm. um, which is which was kind of appropriately timed for the last show because I I definitely could have made the show happen. We were ready to rock and roll if the technical glitches hadn't happened on Wednesday. But let me just tell you, I would have been limping to the finish line, uh, USA soccer team style. <laughs> um, Too soon. Yeah, if I uh, if uh, if we had done the show, so it ended up being being uh, fortuitous for me. Um, but you can hear probably my voice and my congestion, but. Uh, Good to be with you on Sunday evening. Yes, and welcome to all the people that have come to join us on Sunday. They yes. were there, they are waiting for us on, on Wednesday. And just like always, we crushed their hopes. We screwed them over, and, and here they are on Sunday. So, news. Take that. So we got news on a Sunday, what, what, besides uh, U.S. soccer tying with <laughs> Portugal. It's a terrible idea. No. Um, yeah, well, so we wanted to do a show... I know this this sounds very cliched, but we wanted to do a show about E3, just to kind of review some of those things, talk about what happened, talk about what what uh, what didn't happen, maybe didn't happen, uh, which is it's interesting because there's there's some interesting things to say about that too. Um, and uh, we thought it would be really bad taste to kind of just wait for another week to do the show, so we thought, hey, why don't why not try out a new time slot? on Sunday and see if anybody comes and shows up. Clearly a few people did. So um, so we love you guys who did. So we love you guys. Thank you for, for showing up on a Sunday outside the regular time. Uh, so the entire show is probably going to be a little bit news and notesy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know if there's a whole lot we want to talk about that outside of. Well, do you have any uh, E3. non-E3 news and notes to share? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things. First of all, I got to tell you something. I used... The new Surface Pro 3 from Microsoft. I just saw a commercial for that. And it is awesome. And you know for me to, to, to call a Microsoft product <laughs> like that. I mean, that is in the Windows world awesome. It yeah. takes a lot. But I, I got to tell know. you. Between the Xbox 360 you well, got and this thing, you're, you're slowly moving from an Apple fanboy to a Microsoft I fanboy. I know what's going on. It's crazy. It's really crazy stuff. But anyway, uh, here's the thing. The reason I like it is because it is the first device I've ever seen that can legitimately completely replace a laptop, as in it does everything a laptop does. That's what I'm looking for. And can completely replace a tablet. It does everything a tablet can do. Um, And it does both of those in style. Um, You can get everything from a Core i3 to a Core i7 Intel processor in them, so they are pretty much faster than any laptop on the market currently, although they do seriously lack in RAM, so, you know, performance is not exactly there. Um, but the thing is is not very thick. It's not very heavy. It, it's it's a very large screen, and it actually feels like a real notebook when you take the little expansion keyboard, which actually is very robust. I just typed like a whole paragraph of text just to see how fast it could keep up. Very, very well done. 
um, a nice trackpad on it, but the keyboard actually kind of goes from regular old lay flat tablet keyboard mode to snap up laptop keyboard mode. And it feels very natural, it works very well, and I think, as long as my company decides to make this option available, I will be, <laughs> I will be using this for my next refresh because it was, it was incredibly responsive, it's great at taking notes, the writing is very intuitive, you can use the little uh, stylus to actually select text just by holding a little button. So it basically turns into a select, um, you know, like almost like, what do they call those? Like a, a rectangular select tool with the push of a button? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really, really good. So, and so, that's, um, that's me and my commercial. We should probably mention, yes, this, this episode of Echo Screen Live brought to you by Microsoft. We bring good things to life. Mm. Or something right. light. Anyway. Where a kid can be a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, while, while you're professing your undying love for Bill Gates and his schlong, uh, we have multiple people joining us in the chat, including Jofo, who hasn't been here for a while. See, look at that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Um, and and I, I was completely distracted during your, your whole discussion there because I noticed that the red mage in the chat has red text for just... his you know yes. name and Which i was just, totally makes sense. i don't know if that was a mistake but if not or if, if even if so i'm impressed so yeah. just take the credit that's pretty damn cool anyway yeah how much do those cost like it's over a thousand oh, bucks well, i'm sure it depends it depends so like the 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 i3 processor i think is 9.99 and then you go on up like the yeah. most expensive one is 19.99 okay um but again if you're actually legitimately going to replace a notebook and a tablet and your company pays for it and your company pays for it, then it's great. If you're, even if your company doesn't pay for it, if you were otherwise going to pay for an iPad and a MacBook Air, you got everything in one device. So. Meanwhile, I'm eagerly awaiting the conversion at my company on my laptop from Windows XP to Windows 7. Right, because I think, actually, if you're still running uh, XP at this point, <laughs> you are now out of HIPAA compliance. Yes. So uh, <laughs> probably a good idea to move in that yes. direction. If they were a government entity, they would probably be shut down. Although exciting, exciting bit for uh, for you. We have just moved from um, uh, GoToMeeting to WebEx meetings. So, Like the rest of the civilized world. Yes. Anyway. Um, that's that's good to know. That anyway, bring, so, that brings us yeah. up on our on our company news for the week. Yeah, I was about to say we're we're making commercials for everyone this week. <laughs> this is just phenomenal, and no one's paying us. Damn it! Uh, People start paying it. us money. We, we got to start capitalizing. If only we had oh. a few more viewers. I, I, I meant I meant to hit this at the top of the uh, top of the hour. Well, it would have been top of the hour actually, but uh, everyone in here in the chat listening to us later on in a stream or whatever we are now an official podcast we're a real damn podcast you can find us it's a while to get our water wings off yes uh, but you can you can find all of our previous echo screen lives and this one uh within uh, a couple hours after we're done broadcasting here you'll find us on itunes stitcher pretty much any podcasting app that you could possibly want to use on your android device just search for Echo Screen Live, you'll find us, trust me. And if you wouldn't mind, if, if you enjoy the podcast at all, please leave us uh, a nice review uh, on the iTunes store or, or Stitcher or wherever else, and we would, we would absolutely appreciate it. And we'll give you our love for the day. Consider the check written for our love. Yes, via um, Microsoft. Right, <clears throat> via, via Microsoft. Uh, <laughs> and the new Surface Pro 3... 
<laughs> in stores now. Um, uh, anyway, they really aren't. They really aren't sponsoring the show. I just really love the piece of technology. The other thing I was going to talk about, though, to completely go back against what I just said, is that um, Microsoft sucks. No, the Microsoft sucks. No, is that we're getting to the three Android Google, Google I/O is this week. Oh, that's true. It's I'm very. Week. I'm excited to see what Android Wear information comes out of that thing. I think you and everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's really the biggest reason we're watching the show this year. Uh, I watch I am in need of a wristwatch. Me too. So I had one, but the battery died, and I'm very bad at getting batteries back in my watches. So I had one, but it's finally croaked after getting it for graduation all Gee. those years ago. High school or college? College. Oh, that's still a long yeah. time ago. Because that's old. a long time ago. I know that, that thing got me ten years, man. Um, so, so there are a couple other things to look for in the, uh, we're all looking for in the Android wearables, all of us for uh, Google IO. But I think the other, the other thing that's cool is that there are some interesting things, some grumblings about maybe an Android fifth edition, Android 5.0. Oh, well, it's been a while. I I believe actually Android four has now, is now the longest Mm -hmm. time that like the I think the latest uh, version of Android has been in one you know yeah. official version. Yeah. yeah. So it's like people are getting antsy. They're ready for 5.0. Yeah, especially with the Apple guys getting iOS 7 and now iOS 8 relatively <laughs> quick, um, in short order. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway. Anyway, so there's lots of cool things to look at there. Um, by the way, I should mention we are indeed. Just in case you were worried or wondering, we are indeed going to be taking uh, questions at the end of this program. We will have a Q and A portion of the program. Also just in case point. you were worried. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. You, you're, if you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna barge in like that. Oh, it's just saying it's also a good point. Well, now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah. So if you want to ask questions of uh, the asshole, of the asshole. Uh, and Rue, then all you have to do is send uh, a question. It doesn't have to be at the end of the, portion, uh, end of the program, during the question and a portion of the program. You can actually send it at any point in time. You'll see my name right there. It's the Commodore. It says here next to it. Not there, but here. Uh, you have to click on my name, click message, and send me a message. And um, send your question to me. I'll take the best of the questions that come in during the program. And we will answer them on the air. Does that sound like a good deal or what? Yep. I can handle Rerez's question right now. When does chocolate stop being breakfast? When it's for lunch. That was easy. Hmm. Excellent. See? You'll get excellent answers like that one. Anyway. Okay. Your questions, by the way, don't have to pertain to E3. It could pertain to anything. Anything you'd like us to answer, um, give it a shot. Boom. Okay. So uh, let's move on to the topic du jour, which happens to be E3. Oh, I thought you were going to say topic of the day. Well, it is also the topic of the day. Mm, I'll have that. And that happens to be E3. So. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we even do that, I was just reminded by that uh, catchphrase. Uh, have you seen the trailer for Dumb and Dumber 2? Uh, not only have I seen it, I've seen it multiple times, and I have laughed heartily every time I've seen it. So you're excited. That's what you're saying. I cannot. No, no, no listen. I'm not excited <laughs> for this movie. I want this movie so badly. I actually, I, I, I got up this morning and in an episode, uh, or uh, I guess it was an episode, yeah, of the Three Stooges was on, 
in which they make like $50,000 and apparently that means they have more money than God. So they literally buy the crappy suits and they walk around a new hotel room. And I went, oh my God, I'm so excited about Dumb and Dumber 2 that I'm projecting Dumb and Dumber on old Three Stooges episodes. I can't believe the Three Stooges stole this from Dumb and Dumber. I know. What the heck? How did they do that and invent the time machine? Those Stooges are crafty bastards. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they don't look—they don't look like much. Sorry, I had, but, I, I had a tangent yeah. there because I know *Dumb and Dumber* is your favorite movie of all time. It is. Uh, it is the greatest film produced by human beings, and I think *Dumb and Dumber* two is going to be equal to the task. I'm just going to say it right here, right now. All right. A bold so if you have statement. a question, you have a question about *Dumb and Dumber* two. <laughs> please send me a message. Please, we'll ask. talk about it. Please ask. All right. So let's talk about uh, *E 3*. Where you want to start? 2014. Let's start with general impressions. Go. Okay, oh, you weren't prepared. No, I thought you were going to go with one of the big three that we were going to have to talk about, and so I'm like, oh, damn it. Um, we'll do that. Too. We'll break it up, but let's, talk, let's start with general. Okay, thoughts. we were discussing this before the show. My general impression was this is the year of not quite yet. There wasn't a lot mm-hmm. of huge stuff coming out mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the exception of Super Smash Brothers, uh, and Nintendo did a really good job of hyping that up with the tournament that they had with apparently, I guess, uh, see, I'm a Nintendo, uh, you would call me a Nintendo fanboy, and I didn't even know that Smash Brothers professionals t- tournament players were a thing, but apparently they are a thing, and w- not surprising. I mean, and, we're, we're and on now you realize you picked the wrong career choice. Well, no, I was never that good, unfortunately. Now I feel sad. <laughs> anyway, um, but, yeah, so, I, I mean, would you call that the biggest game yet to be released this year? And that's about it. I, I mean, there was a, uh, there was a lot of talk of stuff coming in 2015. Destiny. I'll put it that way. So this is the year of give us another year, and you'll see really why you should buy this this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's surprising how many how many games have been pushed in 2015. Even stuff that were locks, I thought for 2014, or even Celuses, or Celuses for that matter. It's a great point. Um, are you even paying attention anymore? No. Or, okay. Um, I'm just trying to make puns. Yeah, I, I'm a pun machine. My, <laughs> my feeling was pretty much the same. This this was not a. This, I don't necessarily think this was a ho hum E3 because there were there were some interesting things to see. It's just that every big every supposedly big announcement was really kind of. Oh, we're gonna do another one of these! Yay! Well, or yeah. we're gonna have one of these, another game edition. Or we're doing this edition, which has multiple iterations of this game. Yeah. Well, I guess. And we... it runs on the additional engine, the for original engine. Yeah, we'll get to this. In a, I think in a yeah. minute when we get in specific yep, conferences. But yes. Anyway, I have more to and say. And we on that. we use zombies because they're easy. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. That's perfect. Um, you know, that's that is exactly how it felt. It felt like the same old I'm gonna call it the same old, same old E three. Okay. Uh instead of the Ho Hum E three, it was the same old, same old. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just make more of it. And that seems to be kind of the uh the way things have progressed here. To a to a degree, so now, but like I said, we'll we'll talk about that more with specific companies but yes all right start let's let's get with some specifics so microsoft went first maybe we should start with them okay so microsoft i don't know if with with all the doom that people have been uh prognosticating upon nintendo for the past uh forever 
uh, it seems. Uh, yep. Many people might not realize that Nintendo or uh, Microsoft is actually third right now in the, in in terms of units sold this generation. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they've only been out about six months. Nintendo's had almost a year more on them, uh, right. so it's like okay, that doesn't mean a huge amount. But yep. I mean, you have to look back. This is a long sorted story to last E three where they bungled. The, uh, the the price, they bungled what they were supposed to talk about, and the whole thing with uh, always on DRM, blah, 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 blah. And they've backtracked so much of that. And yep. so now is their way of, of trying to wipe the slate clean and say, okay, no, here's why you should buy an Xbox One. We have games, I promise, basically. You know, it, it, it goes to show you how quickly this um economy in terms of the video game industry can change Mm -hmm. um sony by all i think by every real measurable um statistic of games software hardware right had had a disappointing last generation it wasn't it certainly made them money and they certainly were profitable and so on and so forth but Mm -hmm. it was disappointing because of the success of the playstation 2 to go toward the PlayStation 3. And what's interesting is that history seems to be repeating itself. PlayStation had a clear advantage moving into the PlayStation 3, and their hubris killed them at the beginning of the PlayStation 3's life cycle. It sounds like, from everything I hear from Microsoft, it's now that Microsoft had the best system with the Xbox 360. They had the biggest user base. Well, we had the biggest user base. Well, but but you you, you could call that uh, hubris biting someone in the butt even more with Nintendo. But yes, it's, it's exactly same same yeah. story. It's the same story. It's it's like hey, we we're we're the greatest and best. There's no way people are running away from us now. Where's everybody going? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and so <clears throat> and they've kind of freaked out uh to the and i think they made a very big mistake one of the things that they have walked back and they're trying to uh you know get people on board is uh they had a $500 system mm-hmm. uh which was the most expensive and it included a connect and now and now they're saying and you had to have the connect you had to have the connect and developers mm-hmm. knew that you had to have the connect and so a few months ago they say hey you know what just kidding you don't need to connect. We're going to sell this for $400 without a connect. Boom. Now do you love us? And yeah. I'm sure all the developers for Microsoft games just collectively put the hand, you know, head pump. What's it? Face palm? Face palm. Face palm. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. Yeah. So now they did before where they knew that they had that connect, whether or not they would use it efficiently is a, a whole other story, but at least they knew it had to be in there. Now it's a, it's a, it's the same case as the 360 where they have a half ass peripheral. Yeah. Which makes me so sad because I, okay. I got myself a connect for the 360. Yes. This past fall. And yep. I got it for like 20 bucks reused. Uh, and I was like, okay, whatever. I'll hook it up at some point. Um, as soon as I get, you know, power cord for it. And so I, I got that about a week ago, hooked it up, played around with it a little bit. And yeah, I'm really impressed with the technology. Yep. I think Connect it, is awesome. It I, really I is. think it's really exciting, you know, yes. and that was the was last gen connect. It's supposed to be so much yeah. better now on the, on the Xbox mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, Oh cool. This is amazing. I'm going to see what I can do with this. What kind of demos are there? There was dance game, dance game, dance game, sports game, sports game, sports game, 
really crappy fighter Half-assed game yeah uh and and that's about it Half-assed so scrapware yeah, yeah there was there was nothing there was nothing on the 360s like okay well maybe well, do, you, do you play skyrim yeah well i have played skyrim on 360 no okay well then i was gonna give you another one there but oh okay um skyrim skyrim actually has some pretty cool connect features um okay but it's not but it's but to your point yeah, my point is it's very exciting technology that now they're shuffling overboard in a desperate attempt to get more people to buy the dang system, and I think it's shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, they're, they're essentially doing what a lot of I would say not terribly uh, forward-thinking people were begging Nintendo to do this past uh, holiday season when they were saying, "Hey, Nintendo, drop this Wii U gamepad. You don't need that. Just sell a Wii U without the gamepad." Right. But the thing is, if you drop that, you have Nintendo has no chance. You know, right. that that's the one thing that's the one innovative, quote unquote, thing about this console that they are pushing that developers know that they have to use if they want to. Right. And to ditch the, the that only is thing very short sighted. Yeah, the, the differentiator they thought was Xbox Live, and I think that, that well, does differentiate well, but even that they've backed off on. Not because, anymore. Yeah, because now it's just going I mean I have never used the gaming aspects of Xbox Live. And I've bought it every year because I use it for all the other stuff. Now you don't need it for the, all the other stuff. So it's kind of like, huh. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with Microsoft. I don't want to say that they're necessarily in free fall mode. I don't think they're to that point. Because I'll tell you, to their credit, they certainly have made changes quicker than Sony did when they knew they were in trouble with the PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think it's clear that they, they got out of the starting gate with, with uh, you know, one limp leg and right. they're trying to catch up. And, 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 and as people in the chat are saying, I mean, I'm not saying that there are great games, really. Not, not very many. I mean, the dance games are actually pretty good, but there's only so many yeah. of those you can play. Yeah. There are not a lot of great games for Connect built around Connect. But no, you're right. I, what I'm saying is I was hoping that the kind of forced integration with the Xbox One would have given some hope to that innovation kind of having to happen and now yep. I think that's dead. So goodbye Connect, you were fun for a little while. Yeah, I think the only thing is that um, you know, on the Xbox One, the Connect is so much more integrated to the experience and you know the only reason at this point why I would get an Xbox One, and there aren't many, um, would be for the Kinect capability to do all that kind of cool stuff. But I'll tell you, there, there are things going on now with, you know, with uh, phone integration, so on and the like, that kind of use some of the similar features. Yeah, maybe my phone won't recognize me when I walk up to the TV and be like, oh, look, you're watching television, right? Hey, you want to watch something? It, but it will if I, you know, I open an app and I hit the button. I'm like, hey, watch, you know, turn to ESPN. And it'll just pop yeah. right up, you know? That's, that was awesome about Connect before. Now everybody's going to have that, you know? Yep. Uh, uh, and, wow, I... Soft, soft tofu in the chat has even uh, even noticed noted that Microsoft didn't mention Connect at E3 really at all. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's just sad. Uh, yeah, so it's like it's very obvious that they're completely giving up. So it's just like, well, whatever. Okay, so okay, take out Connect from the Xbox One. What did yeah. they actually talk about? Yeah, uh, um, it's like m- more Halo. Okay, 
Yeah, and I mean, um, really, it's not even more Halo. I mean, but now, now, you know, here I am, kind of going against the grain here. I, I mean, maybe this speaks to more of what I don't like about E3 at all. Okay, okay. can we talk about that for a second? But sure. Sidebar. Yeah, well, but this is good. Microsoft is a great example of this. Microsoft's entire presentation, to me, was an example of why E3 doesn't matter to people anymore. And why every year it seems like folks that are our age go back and kind of go, oh, is anything interesting happening? No. All right, see you later. Like, I mean, I, I, I couldn't even care less in most places now because it just looks like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. They have a ton of people that are responsible for games that are that look actually pretty cool and have some pretty neat content. They are terrible presenters, and they have no idea how to demo what they're doing. <laughs> and they just kind of make stupid, demeaning jokes about video gamers, mm-hmm. okay? Um, that have that miss their mark every single time, right? See Sony with you know the massive damage snafu, right? Where they're just making these stupid comments that have that are supposed to be funny and supposed to take gamers and go, oh, that's great. And instead, everybody just goes, oh God, that's horrible, right? They did that at every single measurable place along the way. And then when they when they are when they come up and they say, okay, look, we've got this, oh, by the way, we've got some news about Halo. And then all the lights go off and everybody goes, oh, this is unbelievable, it's amazing. And then it comes up and it goes, yep, it's a compilation of every Halo <laughs> game ever made on one disc. So everything you already bought before, just on a new disc. And now you can play it on our new hardware that isn't backwards compatible. But it's it's so not backwards compatible that everything runs on the original engine, just to insult you further. You know, it's Suck like it. so you you threw your old Xbox away, then just buy more shit from us because we're we got you covered. You can play the original game just like it was intended and with the exact same graphics, but now you pay more money to us for it. And it's like, what is going on here? <laughs> so you're bringing up a better. Uh, so you're kind of asking in general, is E3 necessary? I, I would say E3, yes, is still necessary. But yeah. you bring up another side point. Uh, uh, I, th- I think you mean to in that are these press conferences really necessary? No, and that I is that they that's, are at all. that is something we need to discuss more when we get around to Nintendo. But anyway, but but, but, but I think Xbox is a perfect example oh, of how of it goes wrong. And and stay well, tuned, folks, because EA is always PlayStation was not much better. Yeah, yeah. But uh so uh, but but yeah. So so the big stuff from Microsoft is okay, the Halo thing. Uh we have uh Fable Legends which I'm I'm done with Peter Molyneux. Yeah. It's like okay, I I am you, you were done with him for a while back. Right? I have been. He's my one, he's perhaps my least favorite or at least one of my least favorite uh famous game game, game yeah, named yeah. game developers. Um you, just, you 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 love Cliff Blazinski? I don't hate him. I mean, uh, you didn't even come and see his his Eno when he was at Pack. I feel kind of apathetic about Cliffy B. Eh. That is a mistake. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really about all I see that that could possibly be seen as exciting um, from from the Microsoft conference. Mm. Anything else from you? I mean, it, it seemed kind of. Microsoft was trying to get its groove back and say, hey, look, we got games. They talked a lot less about 
like TV integration well, and stuff like that. Let's let's think which again. Which is all they seem to talk about last year. I know. Well, let's think again how the how the how the conference starts, right? Big lights come up. Hey, listen. We're going to spend all day talking about the games. And it's like so I mean Literally, mm-hmm. I think the inflection was exactly how I just did it. Doesn't that make you feel like a freaking idiot? The Doesn't games. that make you feel like Yeah, it's like it's like stop being a schmuck, you idiot. Like <laughs> just just can you just tell me like all right, here we go, guys. This is gonna be a really funny three. I mean, wouldn't you just rather somebody talk to you like a human being? Yes. Or with actual comedy in their am, comedy am, skits? Am I overblowing this? I, I really you hate feel, the you way seem that they really talk offended. down to people. You seem very offended. Yeah. Guys, look. Real talk. Video games, yeah. Video games, I think, have a, a lot of really great elements. And I think, as we've shown here with, with our wonderful community, have a lot of really great people. We don't, you don't need to talk down to us. You don't need to treat us like kids. That's what keeps video games down. Why can't you talk to us like human beings? This is going to be a great E3. We've got a lot to talk about. Here's what's coming this year. No choreographed clapping sessions for mm-hmm. applause. No arbitrary, crappy humor that makes no sense in reference to anything. No demeaning jokes that call gamers idiots tacitly. I mean, it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And Microsoft was an example of how I think the E3 presentation can go horribly wrong in exactly all the right ways. You know, it, it, in, all, in all the ways that make us go, oh, okay, yeah, this is, this is no bueno. So on that note... So, in, in other words, no, I have nothing else to talk about from the Microsoft. So then we are moving right along to yep. Sony. 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 <laughs> much and better. Sony had not much better. Here's, here's, here was Sony's attitude. I mean, I don't know how much you've watched, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but, you know, Sony's attitude was on the opposite end of the spectrum. Hey. Listen, I don't want to brag. But we're crushing this thing right now. Yeah, there, it was a victory so, lap by Sony. They did a victory lap, and then they're like, yeah, well, we, don't, we, we sell a lot of hardware, unlike those other guys. Am I right? I mean, like, they did so much of that crap. It just pissed me off. Um, so that, that went on, and then it was kind of like, you know, okay, and now back to uh, more of the same from Sony. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. The, the ironic thing to me is that, okay, so it's been six months. Sony sold like 8 million units, uh, yeah. and they are taking their victory lap. I, I mean, I guess you can take you take it while you can, right? Um, Absolutely. And who knows what the, the you know scenery will look like three years from now. But right now, they're totally very much in love with themselves. Um, yes. And meanwhile, they it's strange. They talked about... It's like they, it's like they and and Microsoft, at least in their intent, f- switched places from last year's E3, because mm-hmm. you had Sony That's talking talking about uh, a lot more with like TV integration, PlayStation TV, which uh, is like a big okay, whatever. Uh, frankly, at this point, um, but uh, what else? Oh, oh, the, their first original TV show for PlayStation. Yeah. Yep. What's going on here? Have I been taking crazy pills? Yes. Uh, and the Ratchet and Clank movie. They actually announced this at E3. A Ratchet and Clank movie. Mm. Because that's gaming, I guess. 
Um, yep. That's something you want to talk about at a games expo. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So now we have a. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's just it's just kind of ridiculous. I didn't I didn't get a lot about it. Um, mm-hmm. Sony's Project Morpheus, which is their kind of answer to the Oculus Rift, which is what is is way early in development. So there's not much really to talk about there. Um, Little Big Planet. Yep. All right. That's that's again. That's one of the few exclusives they talked about. The same. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, and that's that's fine. Some people like it. I, I'm not big on Little Big Planet. Whatever. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's a good little game. But, I, I enjoyed but what I played of it. Other than that, it seemed to be a game of talking about games that were not exclusive in ways that made them seem exclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, as in not, not only not exclusive, but not even exclusive to this generation. They yeah. like they talked about Grand Theft Auto. Uh, five. Ooh, this is coming out soon on PlayStation Four. Isn't that going to be exciting? Even though it's already been out on PlayStation Three. And yes, the graphics are a little bit better, and yeah. they're probably going to add a little bit of this and that. But it, is yeah. it really worth getting all that excited about a game that's already like a year old and already out there on older systems and and is coming out to the Xbox One as well? Right. Um, I don't know. I, I, okay, and, th- and this sums up. At some point, I'm sure I will get either a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. Me too. Just because. Right. Um, I have no idea what I want. It it seems pretty interchangeable. (laughs) It really does, doesn't it? Just like last generation. Just like last generation. And I think that's why... I think that's why... The PlayStation folks, the Sony folks, are are feeling pretty good. Because I feel like they... They feel like they win if it's a tie. Right? Mm -hmm. If it's a tie, they'll take more people than Microsoft will. And maybe that's why they, they deserve to have their, their victory lap right now. You know, it, it seems like in many ways there are, <laughs> because there are there are two ways to go, it's really kind of just, you know, it's really only one way. You just decide which exclusives are, are important to you. Um, if you love Nathan Drake, then you probably need to stick with PlayStation. You know, and if you still want to play old ga- old Halo games, then you probably need to stick with your Xbox. Um, that's really about it. I mean, you can you can say what you want about Nintendo systems and how they, you know, they had they have exclusive game exclusive series on their systems that yes. you know people like. But that's and that's about it. They're not big yeah. on the third party stuff. But the thing is, is that at least they have more than like one series. You know, like yes. what series that are exclusive to Xbox, uh, any Xbox, you know, that are really must play games. Um, hey, you got was- Halo. Uh, Microsoft did show one game this year that I was actually taken by um, Radio uh, uh, Jet Set Radio. Is that the name of it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that I one. Mean, okay. That I mean that that looked pretty good. Everything else, nothing. Mm. I mean, what else do they have? They have they both have racing games. They both have their flagship, you know, fighting games. Shooting games they at the wazoo. Both have so many FPSs. shooting games, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> I, I don't even know if Gears of War, you know, what... What was the, what was the Gears of War E3 news that, that didn't come at E3? Oh, okay. I, I don't even know. Oh, that there's another Gears of War coming. That was it. Okay. That, was, that was the whole news. Which is yeah, not yeah, terribly yeah. shocking, I suppose. No. no. But, uh, okay, the one thing, which is funny, because people keep uh, saying it in the chat, and I was going to bring it up to the last, mm. is a remastered version of Grim Fandango 
coming out for PS4. Without yeah. question, this was the one new bit of news from the Sony press conference that blew up my Twitter feed. Maybe it says mm-hmm. something about the people I follow on Twitter, but like this was the one thing. Like when it was announced, people so got, got overcried. Got that's s- what I was trying oh, to think okay. of. Thank you, Ludwig Koopa, not Jet Set Radio. It's very similar in precipice, but anyway, yeah. Go ahead. But yes, the Grim Fandango remake, uh, remaster, if you will, on the PlayStation Four is one thing everyone got really excited about. That's a little disconcerting. For. Yeah, isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, and and obviously that's that's cool. That's that's amazing news. But at the same time, you know, you think to yourself, I mean, maybe maybe we're just getting old. You know? Well, I mean, I mean, it's not. I'm not just following people who are retro gamers exclusively. I'm following people who are in the industry and who who, who are right on uh, you know actual gaming news sites and and they yeah. seem most excited during that press yeah. conference for the Grim Fandango remaster so I was like okay well that's because something's the rest wrong of it, they're just sitting there going okay another one of those oh okay another one of these oh, yeah. okay no real benefits there okay oh wow no that's it that's interesting and different you know yeah um, um, I think but I think in terms of your point is well taken in terms of what differentiation actually got broadcast during the press conferences, not much. Yeah. If anything. Um, now, let's get to what I thought was actually a, 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 a much better E3 for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, there are some, there's a lot of good buzz around Nintendo now. We all know that uh, after E3. That's good. Um, we've known their struggles, but I think, you know, I, I like the face they're putting on moving forward. What do you think? Uh, I, I would like to paraphrase uh, Chris Kohler uh, from Wired, who uh, said right before E3 um, that something along the lines of, like, uh, uh, panicked Nintendo is best Nintendo. Yeah. Basically, like, when, when, when Nintendo's fat and happy and yeah. they're making money over, you know, hand over fist, uh, that's when they get... And really, because we already said this earlier, but you already said this earlier about Microsoft. This is the story of the game industry. It happens yes. time and time and again with Atari, with Nintendo, with uh, Sony, with Nintendo again. You know, when companies get you know complacent, that's when they start cranking out the crap, just trying right. to you know, you know, like oh this works, just keep making more of that. That's when you get Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort and blah 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 blah. blah. When you get cornered Nintendo, that's when you get interesting things, interesting ideas like the Nintendo DS, you know? Yes. That's when you get uh, interesting ideas like, um, okay, this isn't new, but like the Amiibo stuff. Yeah. Which I'm just going to go straight to that right now because the Amiibo stuff, if you're not aware, I think everyone is, is the Skylanders-esque toy meets video game vehicle uh i suppose right. where yep. basically you have little nintendo figures like mario mm-hmm. zelda whatever and then you put them on your gamepad uh nintendo is forward thinking in this they put nfc communication in the gamepad and it can read you know each 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 uh, figure has a little radio tag that identifies it and you can use it somehow in your game mm-hmm. this more than anything else i believe will bring nintendo back to profitability profitability you think just the Amiibo will bring um, Nintendo back to profitability? I, I think that's going to be a big part of it, potentially. Okay. Um, right. Because 
there is huge profit margin in those things. So far, oh, yeah. So far, there are two game, two, two uh, universes, if you will, that use them. There's uh, Skylanders, which has yep. been extraordinarily profitable for Activision and is based off of the Spyro the Dragon franchise, which, let's face it, if you had come up five years ago and said, hey, guys, I got this great idea. Spyro it, the friggin' Dragon. And it's going to be toys. And it's gonna it's gonna be making money hand over fist. I keep using that phrase. Shut up. Um, right. y- no one would believe you. Everyone would laugh yeah. at you. It's working. So Disney smartly sees that, and they're like, "Can you come up with Disney Infinity?" And and that's a step up because hey, that's a lot more uh, franchises that are recognizable. Obviously, that's and right. everything that's Disney. Right. Now you got Marvel in there. You're gonna have, I'm sure, Star Wars. You can open up a whole new world. Yeah, I mean, it, doesn't it doesn't it play on all of the weaknesses we have as geeks? Oh yeah, um, it's, it's it's the the magpie collecting sense we all have. Right, you right know? exactly. But also, you know that that they actually enhance, um, you know, a game that we would all I think like to play and and have fun with, right? Yes, um, I, I would love to do. So a- the experiences are good. I, w- I would love to do a Way Games work on Amiibo. I, I, I'm sure I will. I'm gonna have to cut yeah. one open, unfortunately, to do that. But, uh, mm. but the idea. <clears throat> so, what was I gonna say? Uh, okay, in the video game world, is there any fan base that is more that 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 plays more? You know, has more loyalty and plays more off nostalgia than Nintendo, mm. basically. So, if if, if you come out with toys that interact with video games and they are you know mario and link and zelda Uh figurines and dozens of pokemon figurines you could come up with hundreds that that could interact with future pokemon games those things it it doesn't matter they're going to sell like hotcakes it's it's going to be a windfall for nintendo i'm I'm calling it here they're going to make tons of money off of it it's a brilliant move everyone saw it coming as soon as the idea was floated uh, I, right. I think it was leaked in a French magazine a, a couple months ago. It just makes sense. And, and as far as a pure profitability standpoint, I think that is Nintendo's biggest win out of this E3. Yeah. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. And I think the um, the thought of being able to capitalize on that in a lot of different ways is why this is exciting. Um, you know, you mentioned the, the idea that, that there's a lot of possibilities for franchises moving forward. That could be pulled into this kind of a, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, I mean, a gimmick, we'll call it technology for now, right? It's kind um, of gimmicky, but yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, my, my question is, I mean, that's, that's great. My question is this. How does, um, how does this kind of continue to fortify Nintendo's reputation as kind of the four kids brand? How does it fortify it? Yeah, or does it, or or is there? Uh, I don't know. I don't or, think it has. Do, do we think this limits, or do you think it's? I mean, is is this is this no. not limiting, or is yeah. no? It's not limiting. You're going to find people uh, our age who you're going to have kids will buy these things. Uh, I think you'll find more adults that buy these things than kids compared to Skylanders. Yeah, uh, I think you're probably right. I mean, about look, that. Yeah. look, I already have I already have a little nest figurine sitting right here next to me. Yeah. By, and it does it doesn't communicate with any of my games. You release one of those things that communicates with my Super Smash Brothers. Hell yes, I'm buying that. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's a no brainer. Yeah. No, it, it makes sense. And makes and sense. and like I was saying before, um, 
Nintendo's not stupid. They know that they have tons of fans that are older like us who have all this nostalgia, who love these games and these characters, and we have the disposable income more than kids, technically. Though kids just bug their parents and then they get what they want generally. But, I mean, we have the disposable income to spend on these things, and that's partially why I think this is going to be a windfall for Nintendo. So. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, they're capitalizing on some nostalgia from the past, and, and yeah. I think they're going to start with the the franchises, obviously the characters that are beloved that they have had for a long, long time that will appeal most to our generation. Yeah, um, because I mean, they know that that people will buy them. I mean, this is not this is not hard to figure out once the idea is out there. There are people in the chat talking right now. I mean, he is like Pokemon Snap. You you can you know yeah. take pictures and have little figures. I mean, already there's a few there's a handful of games that this is officially announced for Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh, they're going to retroactively make it work with uh, Mario Kart. You. Sorry, yeah, Mario, Mario Kart idea. 8, yes. Yeah. Um, Mario Party. I mean, yeah, this, this is all stuff that makes sense. The, the, the Pokemon stuff just, I mean, talk about printing money. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah. But that's... And, and, and there you go, right? It's, it's Nintendo, I think this is what you were saying before, Nintendo finds a great way to, um, to capitalize on things that aren't necessarily game... Um, or in game, they find a way to capitalize on things that are ancillary, in 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 incredible ways. And, just, and all you have to do is look at Pokemon to to see kind of what floated the company for ten years while they made horrible decisions after horrible decisions. It was Pokemon. Maybe this is the next Pokemon. In a way, yeah. Um, the Amiibos. So, anything else from the Nintendo uh, 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 quote unquote press conference that that. Or just their showing in general that uh, yeah um, piqued your interest. Yes, and I, I have to think for a second. Uh, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about from Nintendo's press conference. What was it? Well, I will say that the fact that it was not a live press conference, which last year seemed like a, a, a move of desperation, yeah. turned out to be a stroke of genius because it yeah. worked incredibly well. Have you? Did you actually watch it? Yes, but and 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 uh, you know. Everything I said before about the Microsoft and the PlayStation and, and how they were just so kind of thumpingly stupid, um, I, I didn't feel that when I watched Nintendo's no, it was, uh, it, conference it, at all. It was tight. It was actually yeah. funny. They had the robot chicken uh, little skits in there, which, I mean, yep. whatever you feel about the whole Mother 3 situation, you have to admit that was hilarious yes. that they even referenced it. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, no, you know. Nintendo knows how to make actual jokes that actually are referential and funny. Right. The whole the whole beginning of it was phenomenal. Yeah, you, know you, you mean, got was, Reggie like making fun of yeah. himself. Oh, not exactly. my problem. Stuff. Like, I mean, it, right. it, it, and, even though Reggie Reggie clearly cannot act at all. Like, well, he is Reggie is not an actor. And so it's a good thing that they didn't have him carry the whole dang thing like the other <laughs> press conferences. Although I, it's I, so, true. so I, true. The fact that they're a, that it's not live and they're able to. Uh, kind of polish it I think just went so far this year I, yes. I, there was this one portion where Reggie uh, speak it was actually really touching where he's talking about his first experience with a game that he really loved and it was Super Mario World yeah. and I was just like wow that's that's one of the most underrated parts of this whole uh, Nintendo Direct but yeah. it's you know it's it's part of why people love Nintendo because it's like they get it I remember what I was going to talk about now go for um, it there were there were actually um, 
a couple of things. Um, the first thing I was going to talk about was uh, the gamepad. Um, yeah. So the idea that they had, um, you know, let's face it, I think the, the last Smash Brothers was an incredible amount of fun, but I think we all agree, if you're going to play it in any kind of real competitive context, you wanted to play with a gamepad rather than a Wiimote. You mean the uh, GameCube uh, controller, right? Correct. So, yeah. so now they decided, hey, this. Why don't we release, you know, hardware that allows people to use GameCube controllers? Yeah. To get back into the kind of competitive feel for the people that are super, super competitive with Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um. So I think that's really cool. You know, it's like that's a great nod for Nintendo acknowledging yeah, that. Yeah. They basically go, listen, we know you guys are out there. We know you guys want to go, and this is kind of the uh, control of choice. For you guys, we're going to make that. We're going to enable that so everybody can do it, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea. I really, I, I that is not something you see often. Let's put it that way. That, that's you know what that is. That's Nintendo listening to their fans, um, mm-hmm. which they're less likely to do. Like I said before, when they're riding high off the hog and they're making money all over the place. But now yep. where they're like, okay, we gotta we gotta reset. We gotta see what do the people want. Here here's yep. something that they want. Um, As I say, something that. They don't do often, but uh, or something that doesn't happen often. But I thought that was actually a really cool move. Mm-hmm. The other thing was um, I actually did kind of like the idea of um, Bayonetta two coming with the original Bayonetta packed on the disc. Yeah, because there was so <clears throat> much of an issue with like if I want to play the first game, I can't even play it on. You know, like the the platform specificity of that game has been up for grabs for a long time, and I think Nintendo solved the problem. I, I don't know who they paid, I don't know how they did it, but they're like, "Listen, we'll do it, and we'll do it exclusive." And here's how we'll solve everybody's issue of being able to play the game with only being able to buy this disc, even if they didn't play the original Bayonetta. Right. Um, you rarely see people package old games together on the same disc with a new game. It's like, hey, just buy this, and you'll get the first game for free. Don't worry about it. It, it actually reminds me of uh, some old Nintendo uh, uh, moves. Like I remember getting uh, Wind Waker back in the day on GameCube, and as part of that, they again back when they were in the rough, right. you know, things were rough for Nintendo in the GameCube era. But they right. had some really great giveaways, and one of them was, "Hey, you bought uh, Wind Waker. You know what? As a pre-order bonus, we're going to send you uh, the uh, Ocarina of Time and the Ocarina of Time Master Quest for GameCube." It's like, yes. what? Okay, I'll take yes. that. Yeah, You know, it's just really awesome. And then there was the Nintendo Collector's Edition, which had, like, th- almost all the uh, previous Zelda games before on, on a GameCube disc as well. It's like, yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's really good. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I, you know, I, I, thought, I thought that was a cool move. And I think, you know, rarely do people in this kind of game, in this kind of world in the, in, of video games that we know today, um, do you see that kind of a move? Hey, listen, you're gonna you're gonna take uh, if you buy this game, we're just gonna give you the old one for free. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, like it just I mean, never happens. So same kind of thing happened with Nintendo as with the other uh, two companies, and that most of the games that they were talking about were for 2015. Obviously, they talked about Smash, which is supposed to be coming out this year. Obviously, it looks great. It looks great. It's my 
game I'm looking forward to most this year. Not too much more to really say about that, you know. Right. Uh, addition okay. of me characters and selectable. Uh, that was cool. That was cool too. I was gonna I was neat. gonna mention the me characters, but I you know honestly not a lot to say. I mean, it's, okay, it's it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Although I'll tell you what. I mean, you know, you know what I what I was left thinking after seeing all three of them, all three of the uh, press conferences. After it all, I kind of said, you know what? Maybe maybe the next thing I should get is a Wii U. Um, not mm-hmm. only because I'm a little cash trapped because of a certain purchase that's coming down the pike for me right now, but also because um, which, it's, it's, it's that Microsoft be... tablet, isn't it? The Surface. Tablet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that thing's going to put me in the poorhouse. Um, but uh, but also because. There is, you know, there's there's a lot of fun things to do with the Wii U now. I don't think there was necessarily a lot of things to do with the Wii U mm-hmm. when it came out. And so, you know, like Mario Kart 8 for me, it's actually really exciting. Like, I, I, I actually have, have would love it? to sit down and play. I haven't played it yet. It, it is very good. I, I was a little bit worried about some of the initial reviews, but I mean, yeah, well, here's the thing, though, and, and, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go against everything I said previously to say, look, it looks to me like Mario Kart Eight, Mario Party Ten, and um, Smash Brothers, the new Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. are are going to do more of what makes it work. It's not trying to reinvent the wheel. Which they've done with past iterations of all of those franchises. Um, it just looks like they're going to say, "This is working really, really well. We've got a new system. Let's extend it a little bit. Let's 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 update the experience a little bit, and let's let's give you you know more of the same." I, I have never bought a Mario Party game. I mean, we've rented them before and played them back in our younger yeah. days, and they're fun. They're fun enough. Mm-hmm. But the Mario Party 10 uh, thing with the the game pad, where you have one person as Bowser with the game pad, basically effing with the other players that's brilliant and and that's part of nintendo's whole thing yes they did this a bit with the wii but even more with the wii u and the gamepad they are encouraging local multiplayer in a way the other two consoles aren't even worrying about no it is that that's very interesting it is the idea of really making um well they talked a lot about the asymmetric gameplay um (laughs) that was last year right that was the, yeah. the big terminology. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think they're making good on their promise to a certain degree. They're um, working on it, yeah. They're working on it, but it's it's kind of piece by piece. And I think, you know, clearly they are the only ones thinking <laughs> in that direction. It is, you know, Nintendo wants to make you smile while you're playing. It doesn't just want to blow you away, right? I think, I think you get a blow you away kind of experience once in a while, but Nintendo always serves up a good time. Mm-hmm. And I think they went right back to that with the C3. It's we're yep. serving up good times. Uh, and I, I tell you one thing: I, I got people coming over for the for Fourth of July party, and mm-hmm. I know one. Uh, you know, once the uh, burgers are eaten and the fireworks go off, the illegal South Carolina fireworks that actually yes. are exciting, right. and um, and then we uh, sit down in the in the living room. The Wii U is is it, it was last year just with. Uh, Nintendo Land, but you know there's actually more game yeah. for it, and and the Wii U is going to be the focal point, and people are going to have fun with it. Kids will have fun with it, and the adults will have fun with it. So, and that's that's the way it should be. It's kind of a unique, um, all-in-one mm-hmm. kind of experience. So, I you know, again, I'm not saying that Nintendo re- you know really innovated or or changed the game, but I think Nintendo clearly had the best E3 of the big manufacturers. 
Um, and I, you know, they came out with a out lot, it, a lot of momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Come out of it. I'm, I'm more excited than I probably ever have been to try to get into the new platforms with them. Um, Nintendo is also not seeding the mobile world the way it seems like PlayStation is seeding the mobile world to Nintendo. Yeah. Not uh, much talk about Vita. Really, really not at all. 3D, and I don't think that's... Yes, has become much stronger in the past yeah, couple of years. Of, I think they're just kind of giving up. Yeah. So. So a lot of people are now starting to think there might be, like I said, after the doom and gloom of the uh, talk about the Wii U over the past holiday, a lot of people are seeing the potential of a 3DS-like uh, uh, rise from the depth of the Wii U, and uh, yes. that could be the case. So it could be. I mean, I, I don't. I, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of areas for improvement. This holiday season is going to tell us a lot because mm-hmm. you know this is this is put up or shut up time for the Wii U because now really good games are out. The other two systems are out there, and they're struggling to put content out there. You can tell how many freaking games have been pushed to 2015 now. How many of them? Yeah, next year will Counts. be will be very interesting. I mean, we didn't even talk about a lot of the games that Nintendo was ta- teased for next year. The new Legend yes. of Zelda, which is supposed to be more yes. open world, that's exciting. Um, yeah, just a second to talk about Mario Maker. Yeah, I know. That seems interesting simply because Nintendo did. I, well, I don't know if confirm is the, is the right word, but they t- definitely talked about the uh, possibility of making your own Mario stages and then mm. you can upload yes. them and other people can play them. That's, yeah, that's awesome. That is key for that game. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's That'll kind of the, uh, the Excite Bike experience. Um, yeah. Now that we're done with maybe the specifics, mm-hmm. uh, I I was um, I'm really excited about Mirror's Edge. Okay, interesting um, choice. Yeah, I mean they didn't show a ton, right? It's just a trailer. Um, a lot there's of trailers. not. Yeah, I mean there's not a lot to glean from it. But here's the thing: I'm just excited they're making it because this was a game that didn't perform ex- extremely well. In its first iteration, although the first game is incredibly fun, um, I think they're going to get it right with the second one, and that's what it looks like. Which it, it appears now is going to be kind of a a retelling of at least some of the original game, even though it's two, whatever. Sure. But uh, but I'm really excited about that game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I already said before, Smash Brothers is really the only thing I'm super looking forward to the rest of the year, but I'm really looking forward to it. I, I don't think I've been as excited for a release, a release of a game since probably the last Smash Brothers. And that one kind of disappointed in a few ways that I think this one's going to fix, but... Um, yeah. It looks like it. it looks yeah, like it. it looks like it'll be really good. Uh, I also am really looking forward to Destiny. Um, mm-hmm. Which is for pretty much everything out there except Wii U. Sure. Um, but Destiny is um, obviously the long-anticipated follow-up of the Halo franchise. Now that Bungie is independent again, mm-hmm. so this is the game they've been working on for a long time. I know that they fired my my buddy. They fired um, Martin um, Scorsese. No, not Martin Scorsese. The guy that composed the music that I can't remember his name right uh, now. Sorry. Martin Short. No, damn you, AJ. Steve Martin. Steve. All right, now you're just saying stuff. Um, Martin Van anyway, Buren. I'm, ex- I'm excited about. Um, I'm excited about Destiny because I I think Bungie has been kind of tired of Halo for a while, 
And Destiny is kind of the way that they get to reinvent themselves again. Come back, try try it again, you know, mm. start over. If you had if you had nothing and you wanted to start again with a with a brand new concept, <clears throat> and here's Destiny. And for me, that um, it looks like it's going to fulfill the promise. I've heard a few times some from some players that are on the beta for it that it is just phenomenal. Um, so I I'm really looking forward to Destiny. That's another good. One. Uh, just to go back a minute to talk about Smash again. Uh, I, I real I forgot that um, uh, again. Part of Nintendo's interesting marketing is that they actually you could go to local Best Buys across the country and play the uh, new Smash Brothers. And uh, I've heard, I've read good things about it. Sky Sam uh, Freeman in the chat says that it is it does play better than Brawl. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about Smash though is the reveal during E3 of Pac Man as a playable mm. character. Mm. I was. I was more excited for that than I thought I would be, you know, just <laughs> just because of the moves that they showed and the artwork and all this other stuff. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's that is a good a- addition, you know, uh, th- that will that'll work fine. I was a little disheartened that there was some uh, internet feedback that was like, man, Pac-Man, that's crap. We need Ridley. I mean, like, okay, Ridley. Yeah, what? Everyone's yeah. obsessed over Ridley. I think Pac-Man's a great yeah. addition. You know, if you're talking about some classic characters, now you got yeah. you got Pac-Man, you got Mario, you got Mega Man. Yeah. Come on, brilliant. Yeah, Sonic. Sonic, I know. That, that's that's. What do you need? What more do you need? Yeah, this this is a great uh, collection of video game history going on right here in this game. Anyway, I, I was yeah. excited for that. Yeah, and I think. Um, I, I think there's a lot of cool... I mean, Smash Brothers is clearly, by, by far and away, my favorite looking game coming out of E3, I think, to, to say. Um, it, it, I can't wait to play that game. Well, it's one of the few games that wasn't just trailers, so... Yeah, it was actually yeah actually an experience. Yeah. That's, the other, that's the other thing I could complain about for a long time, is that it's all just trailers now and not actually games. Yeah. So, Sony, Sony kind of made that uh, the, the de facto standard with the PS3 anyway. Is that... Oh yeah, no, this is all real time rendered. It's like, no, it's not, you assholes. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, um, another thing I was going to talk about, which was pretty cool, was this thing called Project Flare from Square Enix. And uh, this is kind of it's it's an off the beaten path thing, you know. So a lot of times we don't talk about some of the things that were the biggest news, some of the indie games um, that I can talk about here in a second as well, but. Um, one of the things that I thought was pretty cool was this Project Flare from Square Enix, which is more of a technology innovation from Square Enix that allows people a much better, more flowing way to kind of make large game worlds and make them more realistic feeling. So anybody that played Skyrim knows that Skyrim was an immense world. And there was always kind of, you know, the level you knew kind of where the edge of the world was if you looked out over large parts of the map right you could see kind of where the edge of the rendering happened um, the the report that came out of the the, the square enix um, talk or this was really actually just a demo was that project flare has enabled people to create a world that was 17 times larger than all of skyrim um, which is huge. That's 32 kilometers by 32 kilometers if you were sitting on the ground. That's a massive amount of space, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think from, from my perspective, 
that and, and it's supposed to make it much more flowing and much more realistic. So I know that we don't we, we we talk a lot about how graphics are not really all that important anymore in video games. They're not what kind of sells things, right? I think a lot of people are going to be licensing this because it looks like it's really cool, kind of a game changer in making very large, very large. Obviously, thirty-two by thirty-two kilometers is huge. Very large, um, you know, environments and making them much, much more smooth. It's probably going to be the next step toward making things more realistic, particularly when all that 3D hardware stuff comes about. Yeah, well, uh, you know how I feel about the whole Oculus uh, becoming yeah. uh, a real, you know, player <clears throat> in the game going forward. But yeah, yeah right. That's a good right. point. And by the way, it's Marty O'Donnell. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name, but Martin O'Donnell. Was the guy that got fired from Bungie unexpectedly? Didn't I say right that? Before Denti. Did you say Martin O'Donnell? Yes. You said you said you said Steve Martin. <laughs> um, yes. And then um, the other the other thing I was going to talk about um, was a was an uh, kind of an independent game. Everyone everybody's gone to Rapture. Oh right right yeah. Um, you were talking about that before we started too. Yeah. This is this is a little bit of a strange concept, but basically it kind of turns the idea of the uh, post-apocalyptic slash zombie thing on its head by basically saying, "Hey, guess what? The rapture happens, and everybody got taken off of Earth, except for you. <laughs> so you're just like left behind. And apparently, it is all about the game is all about just trying to survive and trying to make your own path. There's no specific Storyline. It's very similar to like a Minecraft in that regard. And uh, a lot of the buzz I've heard coming out of this is that this game could be the next kind of Minecraft-esque, like, grabs you in. This is an incredible concept. I have to play this a lot right now. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, too. Yeah, I, I've heard good things about it. It sounds interesting, at the very least. The it, That is the same way you refer to, like, all the, you know, all those independent games out there. You're like, oh. Okay, interesting idea. Keep working on that. We'll see <laughs> later on, I play independent uh, games. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about how much, uh, how great independent games are all the time. Oh no! Thing. Well, what I'm saying is, is that that is the right response to an independent game that looks cool. You're just like, yep. Yeah, it's like sounds uh, interesting. Let me know cool. when you're done. Yeah, and if, <laughs> if if a million people buy it, I'm buying it too. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if I ever hear your name again, then maybe I'll buy it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I heard Commodore rambling on about that one. I might want to check this out. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Um, all right, so that's uh, so so E three. You know, what, what do you want? What do you think is the the tagline for this year's E three? Uh, wait till next year. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah E three two thousand fourteen. Wait till next year. <laughs> Um, Pretty much, my my uh, my tagline might be Nintendo. Um, Before E3, because it, there weren't a lot of people that were uh, very high on Nintendo. That that seems to be turning, which is very interesting. Exactly, that's what I mean. So now people are kind of talking about it, and so it's kind of like E3 2014. Nintendo's still around. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. I like that. But I, I think E3 was. Uh, I, I was glad not to be there this year. Can I say that? Oh yeah, I, I, I really I, don't have any drive to go to E3 probably ever again. I mean, I mean, with the way things are nowadays, with yeah. you know digital distribution, and you know you can play these games in, in Best Buy, some of these games in Best Buys and stuff like that. 
there's yep. not a lot of need to. I mean, you're just saturated with information that in ways that you weren't even even five years ago. So, absolutely. Yeah. Although one thing, I, I also want to say one other quick thing about the Nintendo Treehouse, which is uh, you know they they uh, basically Nintendo streamed the entire during the entire show, just talking more in depth about all the stuff they were showing, which is something else Nintendo or uh, sorry Sony and Microsoft did not do. Another brilliant move by by Nintendo. And did you notice our old friend Mr. Prangeraid, Chris Pranger? He was part of one of those streams talking about uh-huh. Hyrule, uh, Hyrule war- uh, Warriors. Ah, uh-huh. uh, Hyrule Warriors, Destiny Warriors uh, with with Zelda. So he was he was in there. He was he was doing his thing. So just just getting it going. Yep, not a spokesman, but you know. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, this creepy nice comment pal. in the chat reminds me <laughs> that it's time to start answering questions. Wait, wait, what was the creepy comment? You got to say it for the people who are only listening on the podcast years from now. For the record, I still see you, Ruin Commodore. And then there's a scary looking guy with <laughs> a beard. Yep. Yep. I anyway. like that. That's, that's so funny. Um, well, nobody took the opportunity to send me any questions. So here's what I'm going to do. Oh, there you go. We're we're going to do this lightning. We're we're, we're late anyway, so we might as well just do this lightning round style. Questions, folks. Ask them in the chat. We'll take them up. And go. Actually, I was hoping, hoping, hoping that people would ask about something. There was something I missed in the news and notes that I would like to talk about at least for a minute, and I'm hoping someone asks about it, but I don't want to tip my hand. I think I know what it is, but I'm not going to say because I had the same thought. Okay. I think. So go, people. Yeah, so ask some damn questions. Ask all the questions you want about Dumb and Dumber 2. (laughs) Dumb and Dumber 2, Clan of the Grey Wolf. Um, (laughs) Here we go. Pond Life. There's there's a a Game of Thrones question to boot. We didn't even have our Game of Thrones minute last time. I know. Um, Oh, people sent messages and I just didn't get them? Is that what's happened? You fail at the message getting. Well, why did that happen? I don't understand. Okay, well, I'll, while you look for those questions, I will answer or, or bring up the... Uh, yeah, you, 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 you start that the off. The whatchamacallit. Podlife asks, since a lot of us would normally be watching Game of Thrones right now, I was curious, what's your favorite way to watch? With a group of people? With people who have never seen it before? Or other mm. book readers? Or all alone to compose your thoughts? Um, I think I would prefer watching it not with a huge group of people, uh, especially if they are the type that would talk a lot. <laughs> I think I would prefer to watch it not with book readers because the book readers of the Game of Thrones can be some of the most insufferable pricks ever. Yeah. They never seem pleased with anything. Like over over minor differences in the script. And like in in like there's one bit where Littlefinger does a thing. I, I'm not going to spoil it, just in case you haven't seen the season yet. But little Littlefinger does a really big thing involving shoving a thing, and right before he says it, he says, "Only your sister," or something like that. And yeah, in the yeah. book, he says, "Only cat." And book readers were like really upset that they didn't say "Only cat." Like it was like, "These people are terrible." Oh man. Anyway, having said that, I'm now forging ahead in the books to read myself. I book reader. think you're crazy. I, <laughs> I, but, but I generally don't follow. I mean, I, I consume a lot of Game of Thrones stuff on the internet, but I think people do a great job of hiding what, you know, what it is. I mean, a lot of the stuff I pick up on Reddit, and you can just cover all the spoilers, so it's not a big deal. Um, just don't read any of the comments too deeply. But, you know, uh, 
I, I don't know. I, I my my perspective is still the same as it always was. I'm watching the show, and then I'm reading the um, reading the books to follow up with that, and then I'll probably stop the books right about where the show continues because the show for me is is more excite uh, a more exciting way to reveal storylines. The, the problem than the book is the problem now is, is that uh, the next book or two kind of go back in time a little bit and follow yeah. other characters so it's kind right. of all messed up now i'm so even you, might just well reading, just, you might as well just read it just read even it. just reading through the season that we just saw and i'm only probably four or five chapters into that you know it's amazing how out of order stuff happened in the show versus uh in the books but anyway um next question um, is, by the way so it, it it there is another box that it put it in so i have oh, found the perfect. questions from the question and answer portion of the program well let, let, let's lightning round the rest of these questions real quick that that since yeah. you ask people to ask them yes which is good uh, uh what did you guys think of the game of thrones finale i thought it was the strongest finale season finale thus far and i really liked it and i was glad that they went an hour and 10 minutes as well yes yeah, so that's always a good thing um, did you foresee do you foresee Microsoft I'm sorry that was from Carrara too uh, Soft Tofu asks do you foresee Microsoft or Sony following Nintendo's path and showing a previously recorded presentation at E3 I think if they're smart they should at least consider it same same thought on my end if they're smart they'll, they'll think about it uh, Sonic Rose X-Bone with or without Connect. well I don't even know now because can, can I count on any games really being made for Connect when it's not necessary well, what are you using it for? Are, are, are you somebody that uses your console just to play games, or do you do other stuff? If you do other stuff, then then I would recommend having the Kinect. The, the, the voice recognition is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Rerez asks, Dumb and Dumber 2, will it be as good as the first, or you guys think it won't be as funny? Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna lose a little something. I mean, Dumb and Dumber is not my favorite movie of all time anyway. It's, a, it's, it's okay, but um, I, I don't know. I think the sequel is, is gonna be hard to match the kind of Lightning in a bottle might be much, but you know what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Scams. Sky Sam Freeman, what place would you like to go to? Not necessarily a country, but like a specific location. Mm-hmm. Uh, a specific location? Japan would be interesting. Well, you said not necessarily country, but Tokyo. Akihabara. Yeah. I just good. That would be weird. You know, very weird, but interesting i don't think i want to go there yeah that's kind of a strange uh, just for a little bit and i need someone who knows japanese um which game would you like to see square enix remake even though it will never happen oh come on my we cho- already know the answer my choice is xenogears and it's ludwig koopa uh obviously final fantasy six Final fantasy six um gamers gamers three i don't know <laughs> asks uh, are you worried ness hasn't been announced for smash yet you know, I'm not. No, I'm not worried. I'll just put no. it that way. They'll, um, they'll figure that out. Yep, I think that's about it. So the 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 actual questions from before. Go ahead. Okay, and I can go quickly through this too. All right, uh, Wilson three oh nine asks: With reproduction games on the rise, where do you both stand for it or against it? So this is, I think, part of an actual discussion, like a topic we wanted to have later on. Maybe mm. bringing in uh, Pat. Uh, to talk about this with us. Um, yep. You know, actually, we could have brought him in tonight. Oh, well, too late. Um, oh, well. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> uh, reproduction games. Uh, if it's for a game that has not been released in this cur- in this region, yeah, all for it. I mean, it's not exactly legal regardless. Um, 
but if it's for if it's you see reproduction games of games that are already out or and just kind of rare uh that's that's highly illegal i, I can't yeah. really support that well we'll talk about it more i'm sure in a future date as well but but in general yeah you're 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 standing with it is that, is that what I heard you say? Uh, the ones that f- for games that you cannot get any other way here. Yeah. It, it, so there's, there's, there's I like some... the idea, even though it's illegal. It's kind of like emulation. You know, it's like if it yeah. weren't for emulation, I would never would have been able to play Terranigma. Right. In English. But right. yeah. Well, what else illegal. are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, much. exactly. Yeah. So I, 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 that makes too much sense for me to stand anywhere else. I, I like that a lot. Um, Anatory Lizard. Our good friend, Anatory Lizard. Oh, yeah. For a while, asks, "Are you excited for the Shaq Fu remake?" Oh, I heard about that. I heard about it. I haven't watched the uh, trailer yet. Um, you know, I think no. The, I think the first time I played <laughs> Shaq Fu was this past uh, marathon. That might oh, have been no, the first I, time. I played it before, but I got a, a great dose of, of just how awful it really is. Yeah, like it's pretty bad. No, not excited. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Carrara two asks, "What are your favorite modes of transport? Do either you, do either <laughs> of you have a dream car, boat, bike, etc. in mind? Airship. Do you own it or wish to own it? I'd love a DeLorean. Yeah, me too. And, uh, and I, I mean, the thing is, I would love to have a DeLorean just in general. But if I had the money, I would totally actually like get a DeLorean and send it to one of those shops." Where they make it into like the Back to the Future DeLorean with all the bells and whistles. It's probably going to cost like $30,000 or something crazy like that for them to do it, but I would do it just because everyone would be very excited to see that on the street and stuff like that. Is, uh, is this something that can, does it has to be like real? I mean, do you want to, do you want a DeLorean, an actual DeLorean? Or do you, would you like a DeLorean that was actually outfitted to look like the Back to the Future car? Yes. You want, you want two? Yes. You want one? <laughs> I want the one. No, I don't want this. <laughs> uh, I'll take just a DeLorean if I could get it, but if I had the money, I would totally convert it to look like the Back to the Future DeLorean too. Well, if you can talk about having the money and having that that way, then what I would really love to have is Kit from Knight Rider. I you want know, a Kit from Knight Rider. There are people that do that conversion too, and I bet it doesn't cost nearly as much as the Back to the Future Oh, DeLorean. hell no. But it's also illegal. So you really? can't drive around with a flashing red light on the front of a car. Oh, that's... lame. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm sure people, like, I actually drove around the other day and saw a 1982 um, Pontiac Firebird. And I went, oh, my God, there it is. It's Mr. All I'd have to do is repaint it black and put a spoiler on it no that wouldn't be it because the inside of that car was ridiculous <laughs> um yeah so that probably the old uh, the old uh, airship idea is pretty cool i like that idea i love the airships i love the yeah, airship, airship. Is just a great just a great idea i think um let's see here um soft tofu 89 you already asked a question from him but there's another one what are your favorite streams to watch on twitch tv I don't now watch. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, now the Switch TV is a part of uh, YouTube, and we'll be watching more. That's I don't true. know. I really don't watch streams. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't either. I don't really watch streams. I don't really watch Let's Plays on YouTube. I I don't get a lot out of them. Um, 
I figure if I'm sitting and watching someone play a game, I, yeah. I inevitably I think to myself, I could just be playing a game right now. So, yes. And, and, and some people say, you, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, the only way I've, I've ever watched Let's Plays or gotten into that is because they help me get into a game that I'm perspective about buying. Yeah, okay, that, then, that, then is, I have done that before, but I don't watch like 50 hours of something just to no. watch it. Uh, people, um, uh, what was I going to say? Like some people say, oh, well, I put it on the background while I'm doing other stuff. And it's like, okay, well, I can understand that, but I, I don't get very much out of it. I'd rather like put on Red Letter Media or, you know, any of the beer and board games or something, yeah. you know, in the background that, uh, I don't know. I, I just get a little bit more out of that. Or, yeah. or just a podcast like Echo Screen Live right now on go. iTunes. Now on iTunes. <laughs> Come right down. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, you know, I think I'm in the same boat. I don't really watch. I, I mean, I, I understand the allure maybe a little bit better than you did there. I, I, I get I get why people like Twitch streams. It's just not my thing. And I'll be honest, guys, I don't have a lot of time to be doing that. Any of you that uh, are all over the um, the Weekly Ringer know that, that I don't have time for much these days. So, um, you know, I don't have time to be sitting there watching <laughs> watching people play video games. It might be. Not di- I, I'm not. I'm not dis- disparaging people who are younger, but I'm just saying. Like, I remember having a lot of time when I was in high school. So I, maybe yeah. if I had grown up. 15 or so years later that would be a big part of my life in fact yeah. it probably would be let's be yeah. frank but right. i think i think it came too late uh in my life to really be big on it so i agree um flint steel 7 asks a, uh, this is a great question what do you think is the reason simulator games are more popular in europe and the uk than they are in the united states jeez that, that's like talking about culture differences and stuff and he's not that. talking about Football manager. Oh, it could be. We all know. You mean soccer manager? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's even called. I think it's called football manager here too. So. Oh, foot footy manager. Footy, um, footy manager. Ah, uh, that's a yeah, really. Yeah, that's a, it's a tough question, isn't it? I'd have to look more into the cultural differences of that. I mean, that you could ask the same type of questions of why were RPGs more popular in Japan for so long. Before yeah, and, and, the West, and also, you know, you know th- there might be a board game correlation too, because I've heard yeah. that simulation games are most popular in Germany, where they have things like, you know, farm simulator and you know, driving a truck simulator, like really, really weird things. Um, I don't know why that is. Why are board games so much more popular in Europe, and why are they so much more accepted, especially in Germany? They are, especially in Germany, and not in in the United States. I don't really, you know, why is soccer so popular everywhere? In the world? Why is the metric system so popular in the world and not in, <laughs> in America? I don't know. Is these these are the endearing questions? That, the endearing questions that just you, uh, you make stuff. a very very interesting correlation with the uh, popularity of of board games and simulation games in yeah. in Europe. And yeah. I'm sure they're related, but hell if yeah. I know why. That's that's something we should actually look into more. I think later. The only thing I can think of is that, uh, you know, board game. One of the one of the factors feeding into the board game idea is that in other in in, in Germany specifically and other countries, board games are not just toys for kids. So you don't just go to the toy section to get you know games. Games are 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 a part of adult life. Uh, as much as they are kids' lives um, in these other countries, maybe simulation games are kind of the same way. You know, uh, I mean, I played a ton of sim games when I was a kid. 
I don't really play a lot of sim games now, mostly because I don't have a lot of time. Maybe, maybe there's a correlation there. Maybe it's something where you know simulation games are more marketed and more acceptable among adults than they are here in America. Yeah, possibly. I mean, also there's the um, you know the old the old chestnut about German engineering. German engineering is the best, or at least it used to be. Um, I don't. I don't hear that so often anymore. Not that it's bad, but I mean, you remember back thinking in the '80s or or '90s, it's like, ooh, German engineering—that's the best ever. Um, maybe that has something to do with the culture of, you know, numbers and strategy and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm throwing darts at at a board here, trying to hit something. But <laughs> yeah, um, this is a dirty, horrible rumor, and I hope it's not true. Anatory Lizard says, got a particular let's play of a of, uh, of an unlikely adventure played by a particular person going up on Monday. Um, geez, I hope that's not true. What? If, if it is, Mr. Anatory Lizard, then I need to know about this before it gets posted because I, I want to make sure I protect people from uh, Lester the Unlikely. Um, I didn't follow that at all. Uh, let's it's a let's play about an unlikely oh I get it venture I get it played by yeah I get it now a certain somebody I need all more right, well, emphasis on that syllable yeah, that's all good okie dokie um, I think that'll do it for our questions we're, we're way over time anyway so we might as well <laughs> the people listening now are going okay can you please wrap it up oh, oh that's right that's right oh I remember Anatory Lizard okay now I know what Anatory Lizard is talking about you take that. Yep. Because you, you essentially did an LP of uh, Lester the Unlikely. I did. I did. All I the mean, way through. Except, that, except that the game died in that one spot, right? And then we had to like we had put to in cheat. a code to get to that same, yeah, that same spot because the game we, completely blew up. We cheated a little. It's all right. Yeah. We cheated a little. It's fine. It's okay. Anyway. Okie dokie. So uh, <laughs> thank you all for joining us here on the, uh, the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast of the Clan of the Grey Wolf on a special time. Uh, those of you on the East Coast are missing Halt and Catch Fire on AMC, a show that you should absolutely be watching. I've been watching it's that. It's quite good. It's very good, and it's on right now, and I'll probably watch it tomorrow. I Point is... I don't know how I feel about the Don Draper analog. He's like my oh, least interesting character on there. Uh, I like the guy, but remember, know. in my particular profession, well, it, yes, he, he kind of is a is a character that, that is meant for folks like me to like. So, mm. although what he did in the last episode was a little bit more than I would be willing to do. Let's just say that. Which one? Um, oh, oh, I, yes. yeah. When he does, yeah. yeah. Nope, not doing well, that. Well, you got to do what you got to do. No, you don't. No, you do not. <laughs> do not do that. It's not worth it. But anyway, um, right. yeah, you should totally check out Halt and Catch Fire if you haven't seen it. Thank you for those of you that have spent some special time with us on Sunday, because we're normally on when, Mr. Ruski? Wednesdays. Uh, it's first and third Wednesday of every month at, um, whatchamacallit, you know, the thing. Yeah, that, that thing that we do. 9 p.m. Eastern uh, Daylight Time. So actually, our next time we'll be on is in a week and a half on Wednesday, July 2nd at 9 p.m. You can find us at clanofthegreywolf.com or twitch.tv slash cotgw. Also, I should mention that I never switched the, the header here from tids and bits to uh, E3 2004. So there you go. I just did that. And now I'm putting up. Great. It's updated. <laughs> now I'm putting up our Twitter. No one told me, you people in the chat. Um, where can you find us on Twitter if you're interested in such? I can be found at 
Rue underscore C-O-T-G-W. And you can find me at It's the Commodore. And I'll also uh, use this to remind everyone that uh, this is now an official podcast. You can find us on on Stitcher, on iTunes, on pretty much any podcasting service you would like. On Android, just search for Echo Screen Live. And if you wouldn't mind a an a a what do you call it a review, uh, you know, rate us, review us on the iTunes store in particular. We would really appreciate that, especially if you like us. If you don't like us, then you can just forget about it. Yeah, just go review somebody else. Yeah, um, save your hate for them. Yeah, it would be best if you didn't review us. In that case. That would be, that would be bad. Um, yes, good. Well, now they know, and now they can find us. And knowing is half the battle. That's, I wanted, to, I wanted to end the sentence that way. And knowing is half the battle. Uh, <laughs> right. That was well, sad. Thanks, folks. Yeah, I know that was really, that was really bad. Uh, thanks for watching. As always, I am the Commodore from the Clan of the Grey Wolf on the Echo Screen Live podcast, the official podcast. Of clan of the wolf.com we'll see you next time everybody and there is no reset button there is lynn sanity however yes i yes. forgot to say that didn't lynn sanity yeah going to be in Super Smash Brothers 4 for the Wii U and 3DS. Could you make that happen, please? Are you sick, Ness? Because you don't sound like yourself. No, this is exactly what I sound like all the time. Uh, okay. Uh, so you want to know if you are going to be confirmed for the new, the new Smash Brothers game, is that correct? Yes, could you please, could you please help me out with that? Okay, let me uh, let me think about that. Yeah, you're totally in it. That was easy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.